from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. What up? It's the crossover Friday edition. I'm Howard Beck, senior writer for Sports Illustrated. Really pleased today to be joined by two-time NBA champion Lamar Odom. As NBA fans know, Lamar was an incredible player. 6'10", gifted scorer, ball handler. He's basically the unicorn of his era. We just didn't have that term back then or weren't using it for guys who looked and played the way Lamar did. He'd be amazing in today's game. He'd be Ben Simmons. He'd be Luka Doncic, I believe. Um, As fans also know, Lamar's dealt with a lot in recent years. Addiction, substance abuse, trauma, a lot of loss, and of course... He nearly died in 2015 from an overdose, but he is clean and sober and in a really good place right now, which he credits to a pretty unique recovery program. Um, That program is documented in a new film, which is out right now called Lamar Odom Reborn. It's on YouTube and other sites. You can go check it out. It's about 50 minutes long. I watched it recently. It's uh, it's intense. Um, It's very personal and it's, it's just, I don't know how to describe it, folks, just because 
it's um it's a different kind of recovery program. He takes uh, goes through a regimen of ketamine, which is an, an anesthetic and a hallucinogenic, which has been shown to uh, shown some promise in treating severe depression. He also took a plant-based hallucinogenic called ibogaine, and all of this was designed to help uh, move him off of the addictions he had uh, prior and and kind of open his mind to new things. Um, I know it all for some of you probably sounds a little out there. And honestly, um, as a reporter who has kind of a a, a skeptical eye, um, I had that feeling myself, but as I'm watching it, I just found it fascinating and very moving. And you can just see Lamar, um, kind of, you know, regaining his, his, his balance and sense of self and reconnecting with family. So it's really moving. I do recommend, you know, go check it out. Lamar Odom Reborn. It's on YouTube and elsewhere. You can uh, find out more about it as well at uh, lamarodomreborn.com. So I was joined by Lamar as well as the film director, Mike Zappelin, who is also a a kind of a ketamine advocate and expert. Um, We discussed the project, Lamar's recovery, of course, also talk a little basketball, talk about Kobe, and we talk about what is next for Lamar Odom. Uh, before we get to that, a reminder, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate that. If you have feedback for me, you can always hit me on Twitter at Howard Beck. Okay, uh, we have Lamar Odom coming up, so stick around. This is The Crossover, an NBA show hosted by Sports Illustrated's Chris Mannix and Howard Beck. It's a whole new level for you and me, Chris, this relationship. Like and subscribe for the best weekly NBA content these two are capable of. What does that mean? Could be the best duo ever. I don't see how you can beat that. Here they are, Chris Mannix and Howard Beck. Now very pleased to be joined by two-time NBA champion, Lamar Odom, along with the director of the film, Lamar Odom Reborn, Mike Zappi Zappelin. Am I pronouncing that right, Zappi? Joe, I just yeah. call you Zappi. These days, I'm just Zappi. There's too many mics out there. <laughs> I, that's, I, 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 you know what? I'm one of the rare Howards, so I don't run into that too often. But Zappi, it, it, it pops off the page. I like it. Um, great to see you guys. Lamar, fantastic to see you. And especially now, um, having watched the film, a week ago and feeling like I, I lived through this very intense moment in, in your life and this recovery and a very unique one at that. Um, it's just great to see you. Uh, I, I, how, how are you? How, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Cause I know the events of the film are from a couple of years ago. So how's everything yeah. now? No, I feel great. I feel amazing. Um, you know, waking up every day, positive, free spirited, happy, I think that's one up, especially um, during the pandemic, you know, um, just being in a good headspace um, every day is a blessing. Yeah. And all the, the treatment that I see in this film, and we'll get into it, was all it all happened. I think that's all concluded in 2019. So it was before the pandemic. So um, I, I assume that these things carried through, though, in terms of your 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 better mental health coming through all this treatment and then being able to deal with, I think, the, the pandemic, I'm sure you were in a much better place uh, because of that. Yeah, I think it um, gave, built me some armor, if, if that makes sense. Um, and I'm going to um, continue the, the treatments um, with the doctor's supervision, you know, regularly. So I can um, continue exercising my brain. 
And I can I can tell you sitting here next to him, he's you know he's pretty jacked up from this training for this fight, and you know I can see how he's got like a lion personality. So if it's championship time or it's you know boxing time, it's like he gets up for it. So like I've just this is the best shape I've seen him in uh, since I've been hanging around with him in the last two and a half years. So that's amazing after coming out of a pandemic. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah, I know the fight with uh, Aaron Carter, the boxing match. Aaron Carter, that's coming I'll, soon. Yeah, I don't want to cut you off, Howard, but it's not going to be really a fight. <laughs> but we're scheduled <laughs> to box against each other. But I'm going to knock him out fairly quick. <laughs> uh, I'll just refer to it as a, a match, an event. Yeah, an event. What, whatever it may be. Um, and I and I guess now you're also uh, saying that that this is this is the first of of maybe a series because you want to take on Jake Paul to avenge Nate Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, if it happens like that, if if, if I if I after I knock um, um, this guy out, then you know, if it takes place, then why not? <laughs> I got you. Clearly, you are feeling good, uh, athletically and otherwise. Yeah. Um, um. So the film is up right now. People can see it on YouTube. Again, Lamar Odom Reborn. On, it's on YouTube, and I think a few other places. Lamar, what? Prepare people because I'm not sure if I was fully prepared for what I was going to see when I saw the screener of that that you guys provided. What should people be prepared to see of you of this unique treatment involving ketamine and some other uh, treatments that I hadn't even heard of before? What should people yeah. be prepared to see? Well, um, the truth, um, you know, it's it's raw and it's um, me, I guess, being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I was really just kind of like doing it to really like um, help myself. Just like when I when I wrote the book. Um, but it's so it's so crazy. Like after I wrote the book, so many people you know come up to me like, "Oh, Lamar, um, I love your book. I appreciate your book. You saved my life." And so what I'm what I'm really getting to, if you know, if I can you know help you know, save people along the line or, you know, making this movie, then, you know, why not? This was a really organic experience, you know, in that, like, we didn't start out, me and Lamar, like, hey, let's make a documentary film. It was just, you know, he, uh, somebody came to me and said, hey, I'm friends with Lamar. I just watched your movie about plant medicine, the reality of truth. You know, could you maybe talk to Lamar? And I spoke to him, I told him about, ketamine and some of this plant medicine and he we got comfortable with each other and he said yeah i'd like to do it so i said do you mind if i film it we won't do anything with it yet but do you mind if i film it and he's so media prepared uh that he was just like yeah fine i wouldn't have let me you know record it but you know that's how when you have a, you're going to have an experience that you don't know how you're going to react it's really only somebody like omar who's really brave and wants to share would let you do that so he let me do that and we did a bunch more treatments. He started feeling really good. And then we went down to Mexico to do the Ibogaine, the you know ultimate uh, psychedelic plant medicine. And uh, we filmed that. And, and then we just hung out and filmed, you know, as these different things happen, like his dad, Lamar bringing his dad to do the treatments and all these amazing things, him coming back to basketball. It was just really organic. None of it was really planned. I think that's why it's so you know, so powerful. Yeah. I mean, I got to say this was watching this. It was, it was moving. It was tense. It was gripping. It was hopeful. Um, but Lamar, I felt nervous watching, to be honest, because I think partially my, my own unfamiliarity with ketamine and certainly Ibogaine um, and 
just obviously you're you're in this position where you know like you you're you're needing some new answers you're seeking them out you're very open to it but watching you know as you're going through these treatments and everything i just like it it uh you know, to the to the credit of the of the movie and, and to you, Zappy, like it, it really pulled me in, and I very much felt like um, this was an intense experience, even as a viewer. Uh, have you seen it after the fact, Lamar? And how conscious were you of just the fact this is all being filmed? I mean, maybe you don't know at that time for sure that it's going to be made into a documentary, but this these are really personal and vulnerable moments that you've decided to to let the camera in on. Yeah, well, just just like I was, that's why I was referring to my book. Just like my, you know, my book. I didn't know that that this book, my book, um, me just um, giving my testimony about with um, my ups and down with drug use was going to lead to a New York Times bestseller. You know, so who knows what this book is going to lead to? If I can help people and um, help people some more, then why not help them again? How would you? Do- yeah. yeah, go ahead, Zabby. I was going to say, you know, I think a really big part of the healing process when you're trying to heal from your own traumas and things is to share. And if you can share, usually what you get back is supportive of your, you know, journey and your healing. So I, I, I was saying that to Lamar, you know, early on, just like, hey, you know, if you do, if if we are able to share this at some point it's probably really going to help people in a big way because, and it's going to help you because you're going to, you know, get that feedback loop that you really saved lives here. Lamar, how would you describe when someone asks what it was like to, to, to go through the ketamine treatments, which I think you're still continuing or what it was like to go through the Ibogaine treatment? How, how do you even describe it? Cause it seemed like it was something that was almost, you know, out of body experience in watching that. It was, it definitely was. Well, the, the first time I, I did um, ketamine, um, the only thing I could equate it to, I, it felt heavenly. It felt like I was in the most um, comfortable, happiest place I've ever been, honestly. And uh, what I began was definitely one of the most spiritual um, experiences I've ever had. Um, except for almost dying myself, um, you know, I've got to, you know, get in touch with some people I haven't seen in years, such as my mother and my grandmother. And, um, you know, I got to see my son again, you know, who passed away at six months. So it was, um, they're both, you know, both close to my heart. And, and one is helping me, um, you know, get better every day with, you know, exercising my brain, which is ketamine, helping me with, um, you know, my bad habits and anxiety and depression. So, um, you know, they're, they're both near to me and I just you know, look forward to continue doing. Yeah. And maybe I could add a little bit of the science to this is, um, you know, the, the ketamine is amazing because it works on this default mode network in your brain. And the science says that there's this little mechanism called your lateral habenula. And that lateral habenula is recording all the stress you've ever had in your whole life. And when it becomes too much, your brain goes into this burst mode, which is a different brain state completely. And it shuts off your dopamine production, which is your happiness and your motivation to do anything. And so 
you, you know, after somebody gets a ketamine treatment, the first time a medical ketamine treatment, it takes the brain out of burst mode. They start getting their dopamine back. They get their happiness, their motivation. And then each time they do a treatment, when it metabolizes after it grows new neural pathways in the brain. So Lamar said to me before, he feels like after the coma and things where he lost some cognitive ability, he feels like each time he does the medical ketamine that he is building his brain up almost like going to the gym, just getting sharper and sharper. Lamar, um, in looking at this and viewing this, um, again, because these are treatments that obviously these are not mainstream right now. The Ibogaine, you guys had to go to Mexico for that. The ketamine, I think, is still mm-hmm. considered, um, I don't know what the the, the medical off-label. off-label, right? So it's it's very, it has to be very supervised. It is limited. Um, it, should be, it should be done under um, doctor supervision. Right. So, but the effects of it, as you describe it now, or even as you describe it in the film, it very much sounds like the kind of highs that people are chasing when when they're doing other drugs. And obviously you've been through addiction and this is a way out of addiction. It's treatment for addiction. It's drugs to treat to treat drug issues. Um, were you concerned at all going in that as you're trying to deal with the other issues that you had going on, that this is something else that's that is a, a certain it's, it's a different kind of, uh, you know, of high. You know, you say in the movie at one point, like. You know, I felt like I was in heaven, and I like I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to come back. Like I like it's a like. There's a part of that that like on the one hand, it it's, it it sounds great, but it sounds a little chilling too. Yeah, I call it. I don't know if you. Um, you of course you watched the movie, but in the movie, didn't I call it the healthy high? Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, and there's a big difference too. Lamar and I are talk about this. There's a big difference between drugs that are you know man-made and they're meant to you know suppress feelings and then there's medicine these are met plant medicines and medicines that are meant to expand your consciousness so these even though it looks you know kind of like you're having a pretty good time in there which you are because it's so peaceful at the same time it's you're not you're not hiding from anything you're really accessing all kinds of aspects of your consciousness yeah unlike 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 um you know drugs um, you know, when you do drugs, usually after you do drugs, you feel very shameful and and you want to hide. You know, after I've, you know, done ketamine, I feel very open and want to express myself. And I want to be around people. Yeah. So you were nervous uh, going into this. And you, do, I mean, you don't look like in the film, you look like you're pretty much just like, like I, you, you were very, it was a big leap of faith, it seems like, but it seemed like you had that faith. Yeah. I, you know, when I, when I want something, I usually get it. <laughs> And so that's, that's kind of how I just went after it. Yeah. Like another thing, I, I want to be my best self. So, you know, sometimes you're going to have to take alternative routes to find your best self. And this was, that was, that's what that just is for me. And the ketamine treatments continue, as I understand it, correct? Are you, do you still, do you have a certain interval you have to keep doing this on to, to um, essentially extend the benefits that you got? Yeah, well, the doctor puts me on a schedule, and I think I'm supposed to take one tomorrow. Is it yeah, tomorrow? yep, we're going to do it. You know, it's it's basically the protocol for ketamine. This came out of Yale University School of Medicine is if, that you first do a series of several treatments to build up enough neural pathways to kind of strengthen your foundation. And then every month or every four months, three months, you'll do one booster treatment. 
And so the idea is that when you feel maybe some of the anxiety or something slipping back, whether that's in a month or three months, that you do a single booster. And I'm with Lamar. I mean, I think, you know, five years from now, this ketamine is going to be used. You know, it's kind of like the limitless drug where people are always chasing that. How do I use more of my brain? And this is actually using a lot more of your brain when you're in the ketamine treatment. So I think it's going to be a almost a standard thing that people are doing to build up their cognitive abilities soon. Yeah. Lamar, you, you mentioned uh, the book. And then with this film, these are ways of kind of sharing your experiences and then the hope, as you said, of helping other people who are dealing with things. The NBA itself over the last few years, you know, we've seen many more players speaking openly about mental health and the, the stresses and, and anxiety in their life. You had you've talked about your anxiety issues and, and loss and trauma and growing up. Um, how how much let me ask it this way. How equipped do you think during your time in the NBA was the NBA actually to deal with this in in, in players who were dealing with these issues? I think they were equipped. I, I think they didn't. Um really understand even though how to approach it but um luckily um some brave players stepped up kevin love and, and demar DeRozan, um and they gave their testimonials and then the nba said we probably have a, a problem here because the world has a problem it's not just in um uh, in the nba people have people go through shit every day it's just a matter of how much shit and the shit like you know it, it breaks people down and it, it with the nba it just goes to show you it, it doesn't matter how much money you have you know a lot of people you take these young men and you give them a lot of money you think all your problems go or people people think all the problems go away but of course they just build and i'm glad that the nba has um you know taking a step forward and, and dealing with mental health because these, you know, these young brothers need, they need help. They seem to be a lot more attentive to it now to their credit and the union as well. And there's joint efforts there. I, I mean, you, I, I assume you could have used some of that back then, right? Like during a time that by the time you're out of the NBA, like we're still years before DeMar and, and Kevin have, have, have really brought this to the fore. Um, is your career path a little different in the NBA? If, if the, if the league and, and at the team level, they had been more, attentive and tuned into these issues and more, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, you know, there was a, a point in time in my life. I was um, humble all the time, but you know, a stubborn know-it-all, you know, and, 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 you know, my story is my story and, you know, however it, you know, played or is, you know, finishing the play out, I, mean, I wouldn't um, change it for anything. It also yeah, kind of, kind of set kind of set Lamar up for today. I think you know for him to go through all those things as raw as he did with you know without the mental health awareness that we have today. I think it just put him in a position where you know he can really be a spokesperson for you know hey, there's some big problems out there, but the solutions are bigger and they exist. Yeah. It struck me too, just like you know looking back. I mean. Lamar, that you're because you came up in the era you did. That was a time when people still had, you know, I think very old school thoughts about marijuana use, and marijuana is still on the banned list in in the NBA. But that was a really tough moment for you early in your career. The suspensions over that for something that now is almost, I mean, it's pretty much mainstream. Like I'm in New York, it's legalized or decriminalized, whatever they've done, and that's all across the country now. It just seems like 
you know, the league and society is evolving slowly, but, but evolving. And it just, it struck me that some of the other moments in your career that people looked at as like, oh, these negatives, you know, you know, the way you were um, portrayed early in your career had something to do with, with, with that. Um, does the league need to, to revisit, you know, its policy on, on marijuana along with all of these mental health issues? Because they're all related. I think everything should be up for discussion. Right, we're living in America. I think everything should be up for discussion. Yeah. And now I wanted to just chime in there that, you know, obviously Lamar's always been on the forefront, super cutting edge of, you know, uh, coming into the league and being a young superstar to, uh, you know, being on a reality TV show to, you know, using marijuana as a medicine, knowing it was good for him to doing the ketamine treatments, to doing the ibogaine. It's like, he's, he's kind of the guy that you got to look to and say, he's, he's the brave, he's a brave guy. And he's always just going to be kind of leading where society's going. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm signing up and playing is so easy simply sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matter more than ever place your money line prop and parlay bets with a king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. One of the really moving moments or just striking for me um, in the film, Lamar, I think it was when you were going through the Ibogaine treatment and there's at some point you, you kind of tap into this, this vision of, of Kobe. And I should note for listeners, this is um, a couple of years ago. This is before we lost Kobe. Um, what is it about Kobe's presence or the connection you had with him in, in your life and, and obviously as teammates that, that you think brought him into that, that, that particular moment during treatment? Oh, it's easy. That's his, um, his spirit is infectious. You know, if, you know, being around him, if, you know, if he don't rub off on you, you don't get, I don't think you get it. (laughs) His spirit is infectious and I could just feel him at the, at my weakest time, you know, you're going to be out, you're going to get through this. Was it, um, literally like that was it as if in the moment um during treatment like he's speaking to you or are you just feeling like that presence of like because kobe's just got oh, this like yeah, powerful no yeah just 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 um just feeling him. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because i just we just came back from um <laughs> from la and i would just remember just driving and i could just kind of like feel him and i was just saying to my um somebody in the passages who was in the car with me i was like i i, I knew i knew when he passed away like L.A. couldn't breathe. You know what I mean? That's how strong his presence was. I've said this a few times since then, that um, even having covered him up close for seven years, and even in all the years I covered him since then, I knew, I understood the effect he had on Laker fans in particular. Lamar, I did not fully understand or appreciate until he was gone and I saw the way people were celebrating and mourning him after, how far that reach was. Yeah. there are very few people who have that kind of impact um, to that extent on that many people. It was, it was, it was striking. Um, what, it, what, what aspect of that, of him, of the experience with him that do you still carry with you? Just uh, mama mentality, right? The quest of being one's best self. And um, I mean, he shared it with some, so many of these young players that's coming up Tatum and, Donovan Mitchell, and you know, I'm proud to say that I'm a disciple of his. Touched a lot of people. Yeah, when (laughs) when people see the movie, that is a really powerful moment because you know, as you'll see, this this ibogaine is the most intense experience of your life. It'll break a heroin addiction in 12 hours, a meth addiction, an opiate addiction, alcohol, and so it's very intense. And in the most intense moment, you see Lamar you know, says to himself, you know, hey, wait a minute, you know, chill out, Kobe Bryant, fourth quarter, we got this. And it's just like, you're like, wow, like that he could summon that, you know, spirit to guide him through. And that moment was every time I see it, I'm just like really touched. Yeah. Lamar, have you viewed it yourself, the film in its complete form? I've seen it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through yet. I think when I watch it, I think when it comes on tonight, it'll be the first time I've watched it all the way through. I've seen clips at a time. We were just, we, it's funny because we were just, we just watched that, um, that clip when I referenced to Kobe. 
Yeah, we were watching that. And then we just watched it. You know, I was going to say for Lamar, somebody who's had, you know, loss, you know, his mom passed away of cancer at a young age and he, he lost his son at six months old. You know, to have this Ibogaine experience and hear your mom's voice for the first time in, you know, decades or to see your son. He saw his son grow in the vision. I mean, these are things that like I would want for anybody who's had a loss like that. I mean, this is very important medicine coming up, this Ibogaine. It's so unfortunate we had to drive down to Mexico to do this. This should be available everywhere in the United States. And that's what we're fighting for. That's part of what this movie is about, to bring this stuff to the American public. Yeah, no, it's really moving stuff. Um, before we wrap up, Lamar, if you don't mind, a couple of quick basketball things. Um, you know, I always think about when you came into the league, and this was the time KG had been in the league for a few years when you get drafted, like you guys were the unicorns of your time. Like that, that term wasn't being used back then the way we use it now for these guys. But, you know, you were 6'10", ball handling type who could do everything uh, with the ball in your hands. We've now got Giannis and Luca, Ben Simmons. Um, do you feel like like you, KG, and some of the others at that time? Were- on, the, on, the, on the ball handling tip, I think I'm the, um, I'm the godfather, I think, of that. I don't think um, no guy, you know, when I came into the league, um, at six nine or six ten, we're, we're known for their ball handling. So I like to um, to uh, pat my own back for that one. <laughs> and I don't, I don't usually toot my own horn, but I don't think any is um, anybody in the NBA was playing on a versatile level like that. Because I know who I got it from, um, and there weren't too many guys like that. I think I know the answer. Who did you get it from? Magic Johnson. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Magic's the godfather to the godfather at this point. (laughs) (laughs) When you see it so much now and it's almost commonplace. Yeah, I mean, because it's like you got to have it. You know, and um, it's just the evolution of of our game. If, you know, if if I got a guy that's growing at a rapid pace, you know, if I'm teaching him the game, the game, I'm going to enforce – ball handling, passing, and shooting, um, like the Europeans um, do it. And um, once once we – once we our game is just evolving, just evolving. The bigger, um, the better you want your player to, you know, pass, triple, and shoot. And the bigger he can do that, and, you know, the, the, the more to his advantage. If you're drafted into this version of the NBA where we're talking about things being positionless and no one's kind of stuck in a, in a square – peg square peg brown peg square hole whatever <laughs> based on size um what are, where are you you know what's your game look like today or what's your position if there is a position look like today uh i probably get drafted as a guard you know and you know it's, it's funny because if once you get drafted as something that you that's what you're labeled as or you know your whole career and so if you get drafted as a guard um coaches will, will play you different. And so I'm, I always dreamed about um, playing a point guard. And for, for the Clippers, my rookie year, I was able to start some games at the point guard uh, or wherever we needed me to, to start. Shit, we lost 20 games in a row by the average of 20 the first year. So it was tough. Now, today today they would just slot you as like another Giannis or, or Ben Simmons. Like the ball would be in your hands from day one, basically. Yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? They, they just let me play with the ball and, or Luca. Yeah. 
I was going to say, I, I think I see some coaching coming up in Lamar's future too, because I think, you know, just such a motivational guy always keeps a positive spirit. Even when things get rough, you know, you can count on him to smile and do the, you know, do the right thing in the end. So it's like, I think he'd be amazing coach at whatever level to share, you know, all his experience, life experience and basketball. I'm going to play for Phil Jackson and Pat Riley. It's probably a good start. <laughs> yeah. You had, you had great mentors for sure. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me end on that. Let me end on that note. I mean, I, obviously we know what you're trying to do with your life in terms of, of, of helping other people deal with mental health issues and, and things in that area. Um, on the, the sports side of it, I know you, you played a little overseas a couple of years ago, played basketball again. Um, you've got, you've got these, these boxing matches coming up, uh, or at least the one, do you, are you going to find a way back into the, the, the basketball realm, whether it's as coaching, mentoring, what do you, where do you think that leads for you? I don't know. That's a good question. I think that's one of the questions where I'm still like, you know, really trying to you know, figure out you know, why I'm alive. Right, like you said, you know, uh, your name given back, and then you know the second one would probably be you know where my heart is, and my heart is definitely in basketball, so it'd probably be like in coaching, something like that. Yeah. Um, well, Lamar, it's great to see you. It's great to see you in in such a great um, place right now. And the film was amazing. People should go check it out. Uh, it's on YouTube and, and other places. You can go uh, find Lamar Odom Reborn. You can also check it out at lamarodomreborn.com for more information. Um, guys, thank you so much for spending the time. It's been fantastic. Zappy, Lamar, very much appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Thank you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.